Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Weeb Weekly. It is your boy, Jose, joined by two other amazing, amazing pop culture icons, Mizu and Travis. How are y'all doing today? Doing good, man. Doing good. Happy to be here. Mizu, Mizu, you don't look too happy. Is Elden Ring getting to you, bro? I, I'm just, oh, that's true. Um, but um, <laughs> I'm just flabbergasted for this entire week, man, for like everything. This week has been absolutely crazy, uh, and we're definitely going to talk about it. But before we get into the craziness, let's get the, let's get the formalities out of the way. Uh, you guys have been absolutely crushing it in these stack 'em ups. We've had over we had over two thousand three hundred people uh, in the in the stack 'em ups voting. So thank you guys so much, and thank you so for supporting uh, the the amazing segment. Make sure that you go check out our podcast on every single major podcast platform, and you can check out our clips on YouTube and on our specific Instagram slash uh, TikTok pages. Uh, you can find me at, at i'm tropical joe on instagram and tiktok i'll post the stack em up polls every every week on on uh, my instagram stories you guys can vote there and let us know what you think mizu where can the people find you you guys can find me on tiktok instagram and youtube all the same title mizu shogun how about you travis and you can find me at travis the sibling on tiktok and on instagram Amen, amen, amen. And speaking of that, I mean, my boy's looking snazzy. If you're watching us on YouTube, you know that my boy's looking snazzy with a white little shirt right now with the buttons. And speaking of white attire, gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen, look at that segue to the amazingness, the craziness that was Moon Knight episode four. What did you guys think? First thoughts. A plus, A plus segue. Uh, amazing, amazing. Um, I... I don't know if everyone would agree with me on this, but I love that Layla got more. She has better fight scenes than Moon Knight. And it's some of the craziest fight scenes we've ever seen in the Marvel show. When she's fighting that creature and that, and she, after she took its hand using the exposed, exposed bone from his forearm, he was repeatedly trying to punch her with it and was missing and jabbing that bone. into the, It's gruesome it's amazing this show is nuts the ending what like nothing but twists and turns i love it to death i don't think mizu could like did you survive mizu tell us what you're feeling bro what did i watch (laughs) (laughs) i was so confused at first because you told us last time i was like okay um looking forward to it i'm just okay i'm paying attention i'm looking to see what's going to go bonkers. And for the good chunk of it, I was like, okay, it just seems like your standard until the very end. And I was like, wait, wait a second. Wait <laughs> a second. Holy crap. Yeah. No, what's this? And I'm not even, I was even second guessing myself too. I was like, what's this all? Was this all a, a lie? lie. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? But no, overall, this episode was great. I love the tension. I love, um, you know, like, definitely agree with Travis. Layla's um, fight scenes were mm-hmm. great. I do have two uh, little criticisms. One Go. small, one kind of um, big. So the small one was that it was dark. Not as in, like, it was kind of lighting dark. I couldn't mm. see a little bit of what was going on a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, I didn't want to see that mummy thing's face, whoever the hell that was. But, um... And that was my small connection. But my second connection was with um, with Haro talking to Layla about what happened to her father. 
Now, granted, mm. it was still done well, but my my issue is is that I hate it when they push another like issue or like dilemma in the middle of another bigger issue. Mm-hmm. And they, Har, you know, Haro obviously just trying to tell um, Layla what happened to her dad and saying, "Oh, Mark was involved in that." And I, at first, I like I initially liked how Layla took it. It's like, okay, like, oh, you, okay, you're gonna hear, you're gonna be talking, talking. Is that what you gotta say? I was like, oh, okay. I like how she's thinking about the mission, like bigger picture. And then, of course, she later goes and like confronts that. And I, at first, at first, I was initially like yo, really, this is not the time to do this right now. Like, I get what happened. I understand you're grieving, but, like, this is not a time to try to start another confrontation while you're trying to save the world. Like, I, so for me, personally, I hate it when they do that, when there's a whole life-staking issue going on, and then they get a character who has, like, certain dilemma, and then they try to use that dilemma to uh, to add more, um, what's the word? Drama. Add more... Drama? Drama? Yeah, add more drama to it. And it's like, not that I don't like it, but I'm just like, yo, this is this is not appropriate right now. Like, how about after you do with the after you do with the whole um Ahmed thing, then we could talk about that. But even then, still no big complaints because they really didn't go too deep into that. And when it seemed like horror on them were coming, she got back to the program. So I appreciated that. But I it got me worried for a second. I was like, oh, come on now. Don't do this right now. We got bigger <laughs> fish to fry. Yes, sir. We don't, got, we, that's crazy. Don't pull a Star Lord right now. Bruh. Yeah. I mean, that is very true. That is very true. Uh, like the, 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 I feel like it was a roller coaster of emotions uh, from, from start to finish. So we, we, I think you guys can both agree that we got a very uh, Tomb Raider mummy style beginning. Where they were trying to like figure out the puzzle, figure out uh, the 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 labyrinth within the pyramid of Giza. Like obviously, we see uh, a big moment, which is Layla essentially like conflicted that she's falling in love with her husband's body, but it's Steven inside. It's kind of, and that dynamic is really fun. Like when when Mark like punches him, himself essentially. Um, it just, when the other man uh, is you, but it's like it's it's complicated. Like, like yeah. think about it. you yourself as the other man. Yeah. You're the side as you're well the side as piece. The you're the yeah. side piece, bro. <laughs> D- dude, like you're your own worst enemy. He's like you're the one that she told you not to worry about. Okay, you're the guy <laughs> that she told you not to worry about. So that was that that was pretty fun for me. Uh, and obviously, like the ending was just absolutely nuts. Uh, but, but we'll 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 cover the ending like in its own separate uh, like thing because there's a lot to cover. Uh, one thing that I wanted uh, to see from from your end, uh, did you guys like the the build up to that moment? Because like we obviously saw Steven prove himself through obviously like understanding the the Eye of Horus and how the the the, the, the labyrinth was set that way. Uh, how to uh, decipher like uh, first of all who was the pharaoh inside the cat, which is crazy. Like when he when he at, at when he said like Macedonian inscriptions. Spoiler alert! Like he 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 mentions oh shit, there's like Macedonian inscriptions besides these hieroglyphs, and I'm like, okay, the only Macedonian king that I know from that era is is Alexander. There's no way that's him. And it's like yeah, that 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 so that room by itself is probably one of the most valuable rooms in the history of human history for lack of a better term that is uh like if 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 that were to f- if you were, if if you or any other archaeologist were to find that today 
you would probably be like either ultra rich or ultra famous for the rest of time. Freaking so. bonkers rich. So bonkers. how did you guys feel about that buildup? Amazing. Amazing. Like, and, and I felt like the, it, it reinforced it, the dynamic that was reinforced between Mark and Steven in regards to Layla. Uh, it, it just made them feel all the more real and in depth and separate. One thing I love about, um, Oscar Isaac's performances, you really feel like these are absolutely two separate people. You don't feel like he's acting. It's an actual switch into another human being. I love that. I loved Harrow. I I know you didn't like it, me too, but I did like <laughs> I did like the father element of it because it added to um, Layla's story. And, you know, we really didn't get that much on her end in the show so far. And I felt like that really sp- uh, it it really uh, painted more of a more of a picture with that. So I I loved it. I felt like it was paced beautifully because of all of that layering. And I've been seeing online a lot of a lot of hot takes where people are saying that hey this is slow or this drags. Mm. And I'm like it was per- it's exciting to me. I'm looking forward to the next episode. And I feel like every moment where it's not action-packed, it's taking its time to make you connect more with the characters. And that's what's important. But I, I love your I love you guys' take on it. I definitely agree. I liked how, at least what I've gotten from the comics of Moon Knight, that um, what they're doing with the character of Stephen Grant, granted it's different, but I like it a little bit more than the comic book version because I like how he's this nerdy dude who knows all this stuff about um, Egyptian mythology or just mythology and um, history all together. And it's being used and how and it shows the usefulness of Steven. Cause at first he, they could have done the whole thing of uh, making him that, just that weak guy who they have to deal with in the, um, with, with the personality, but no, he, he was been useful throughout the entire series. He's the one who figured out where to go. Steven is the one that figured out how the map worked, the stars, the maze, all of that. I think that is amazing. Um, I also loved that um, they combined with history. And like you said earlier, um, Jose, that like a mix of Tomb Raider and we got to learn stuff in the process and the whole Alexander the Great thing, was yeah. so cool. And for those who don't know, like the reason why it's a big deal is because in actual historical history, um, we something at some point after um, Alexander died and they had like a big funeral for him, at some point, I don't know how, they lost his body. Mm-hmm. Like they lost it and they had no idea. Well, some person, they, some people complain that they found it, but ever since then, I don't know all the exact details. At some point, uh, Alexander the Great's body went missing. And to this day, no one has recovered it at all. And I like how they use that little tidbit of knowledge and did it here. And now it, it makes the, the lore of the MCU even more deeper. Like, how I want to know how, how did Alexander the Great become the voice of Ahmet? Why Ahmet? Of all people, out of all gods and deities of the Egyptian pantheon, why Ahmet? Uh, I like that. And, and then, of course... Um, even though, like I said earlier, it's not that I didn't like the the tension between Layla and the the the, um, the thickening of her plot and um, her background. I was just worried that it was going to take away from the bigger picture in the sense of like 
dilemma wise but i still love it though that we got that um background with her and it confirmed what i thought that oh yeah mark had something to do like i said last pod with um her father's death and i like how they brought it up and i also like how they did it with connected to the comics because um mark says that um his partner was the one that did it and his partner killed everybody and that person in the comics is bushman Mm -hmm. and um who knows you might see him in the future so i definitely agree hey i i feel i i i echo what you guys said i think it the pacing of this is really important right so we're 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 setting up a really grandiose trailblazing adventure that needs to come to a halt with something related to either the gods explaining what's happening or introducing moon knight into a larger world of superheroes that we've uh, are eventually going to get right. He is going to be one of the linchpins in the supernatural side of uh, of, of the MCU. Uh, and speaking of that, the last ten uh, ten minutes uh, did that in in, in in a beautiful fashion. So, uh, spoiler alert again. I mean, we've covered pretty much everything, but uh, <laughs> Harrow sends this boy on a permanent vacation, or at least that's where we're assuming happened, right? That we we can't trust. It's an unreliable narrator. Uh, and this sends us on an escapade of metaphysical uh, dumbassery uh, in, <laughs> inside inside uh, uh, Mr. Mark Spector's mind because we end up realizing that um, everything that we've seen up until this point, uh, all the references, all of the uh, 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 the plushies, the drawings, everything is just a, a seemingly an illusion. He is a part of a psychiatric institution, and he's institutionalized. Uh, even, even even the name Stephen Grant is apparently just based on a, a B-movie-style national treasure movie where they mention the Aztec moon god, which is another thing. Like we're, we're referencing other pantheons left, right, and center. We just had the the trailer for Thor Love and Thunder. Like that, there, there's, there's so much to, to take in, right? Uh, but then we realize not even that is what it seems. Not even that is what it seems. Because as we see our boy try to escape, we get a tease to Mr. Jake Lockley, the last personality that we are going to see, at least, or, or one of the last personalities uh, in a sarcophagus. Our boy's looking through different rooms in the psychiatric institution. The lights are changing. Everything is crazy. And he sees a, a screaming red sarcophagus. We know that there is a personality inside these two people's minds that has come out before and has not said a single word. He just takes control and leaves like like a like a ghost. He's gone. Um, And then after that, he's like we see the physical embodiment of of Mark and Stephen try to work together to figure out uh Arthur shot us. What is happening? We need to escape. This is not us. And then we get tower it. The the goddess of childbirth and and life just saying hi. How are you doing? Uh, uh, sub <laughs> sub guys. Uh, this was absolutely bonkers. We are right back where we started. Ground zero in episode four. We have two episodes left, gentlemen. What did you think about those last ten minutes, Eddie? Eddie, stream of consciousness thoughts. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if look, I swear to you guys, if. If he didn't, if uh, if Mark didn't find Stephen in one of the sarcophaguses, mm-hmm. and we saw the and we saw the god, I probably would have been done with Moon Knight. Because if this was all an illusion, if this was all just like he made it up, he's not married to Layla, all that, I would have been. I can't do this. I can't. <laughs> I, I I refuse. I 
too whatever. much. Huh? I say it's too much. Yeah, it's way too, too much. much. Way too much. But no, the that ending was nuts. Like roller coaster upon roller coaster. It was it's great writing. And it's to me, this is the most excited I've personally been in a Marvel show. Mm-hmm. Like maybe since WandaVision? Ooh. Like it's even the mystery element, like with WandaVision, I really wanted to figure out, hey, you know, what is going on here? What is going on with Vision? What's going on with Wanda? Is Vision going to realize that he's, you know, a construct? All that stuff. But the mystery elements here are so strong and they just keep making you ask more and more questions each episode. Like, if I didn't see your video, Jose, mm-hmm. I would have never known that was the god of life. I would have been like every other pedestrian Max. out there, been like, we just saw a hippo talk. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. It's crazy, man. Nizu, how about yourself? How'd, how'd you feel? I was going to say this. Um, with the near end when um, Mark and Steven are running down the hallway and then they run into that guy and then she goes, hi. i like, yeah, that, that scream, relatable. I was like, even if... <laughs> <laughs> I saw it coming. I'm seeing this hippo human deity thing, and then that's what it sounds like. I'm screaming my head off. I'm like, what is going on? And somebody call the police for animal control. Anything. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was thrown away because as I was doing my right now, if you already know, I've been making it clear that I've been doing my research on Moon Knight and trying to understand the character better because, like I said before, I don't really understand him. I want to understand his character, how it works and stuff like that. And there was one storyline that I was hoping they wouldn't do, not in a bad way because I just didn't want to go through that trauma, is that it's um, there's a storyline going off of the, um, the show where um, Mark thinks that all his Moon Knight Avengers, all that stuff, everything is all made up. That Kanchu is just something, uh, some traumatic episode he had when he was in Egypt, and that was his response, and he made up this whole Moon Knight thing. And he's um, going through it and all that stuff, and I'm just like, oh, I hope they don't do this one. <laughs> and it looks like they did. I was like, no. And I like how the, all the callbacks throughout the entire series, the painting, you look at that painting, that's a reference to the, um, this. I'll say the second, was it the first or the second episode? Yeah, yeah. When um, they went to, yeah, yeah, exactly. Where he woke up when Stephen woke up in that town and all that stuff. Everything from yeah the the Bean movie to uh, freaking Haro's sandals and all that stuff. Everybody, everyone. I was I was so done. I was completely flabbergasted. I was like, okay, this is all a lie. Is this all a lie? And then as this thing went on. Then we see that, oh, you got Steven. Steven's there, and he's trying to piece it together. And I was like, okay, so we're in some weird territory. And it was already weird, but it got even weirder when that, that the hippo fertile god showed up. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I have no idea what is going on. But since I got um, uh, the, the reference to the comic, I think I might know what happened might happen next, but I'm not completely sure. Ooh. Oh, so, mm-hmm. so in the in the comic, it it goes off of um that Ahmed is free, 
and how Ahmed, and this is so, so this is so messed up. <laughs> Ahmed plays with Mark by making him think that he's in a psychiatric ward, and that Ahmed is the person who's being his psychologist. But I, in the in the show, it's like it's horror, or who knows, mm-hmm. it might be Ahmed in the skies. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, pretty much Ahmed is fucking with him right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and doing her doing her job in this kind of way. Which is very interesting. Now, and now I'm curious to see the portrayal of Ahmet. If we're going to see Ahmet and how they're going to portray her character, so yeah. But I believe that Mark at the end of it breaks three of it. But um, uh-huh. that that's very interesting. I thought that was like out of all the things you open up to, you you do this whole psychiatric. We're like, oh yeah, this man has this man has issues. I'm going to make him look like he got issues. It's crazy, oh. man. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Go, 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 go. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Also, we didn't talk about it. They showed the other gods mm-hmm. trapped in the... And I was like, yes. I wish there was something else. I wish there was some sort of... But, you know, maybe we'll get it later on. But, man, just seeing that, I was like, okay. This is I, crazy. I, I, I was going to talk about that because, like, the... Like, that was one of my big things, like, like... Like just like from the jump that I saw the first episode and saw like uh, I, uh, Harrow use the scales, I was just like, "That where's Anubis?" Because that's that's his job. So and and if you look closely at that scene, so there's ten gods in that uh, wall. There's ten gods, and the one in the top right hand corner has a has like it's blurry, but it's it looks very 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 similar to a jackal, a jackal's head. So that could, but the thing is. Set also has a a similar uh, horse mm-hmm. slash jackal style head, so it could yep. be Set uh, or uh, Anubis, so the god of mischief or the god of uh, of, of death, or like yeah, yeah, the, the god of death. Like just let, let's let's leave it like that. But uh, essentially, Anubis uh, is not here, and he he has shown up in the comics before. So there there is there is a discrepancy of like a give and take of where where is this gonna go? Um, I personally think. That uh, we're gonna cover the gods a little bit later, because this is this is going to be a Mark-centered story. I think I think the 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 main issue is liberating Conchu and stopping Amit. I don't think they're gonna put the other gods like in like a battle royale fest in like two episodes left. I think there's definitely like if they want to do a Moon Knight season two or they if they want to blend this into like. Uh, some of the evil uh, deities are escaping gore after after gore, after a Thor Love and Thunder happens, right? And then you have to uh, I don't know, like use uh, the Midnight Suns have to to, have to rally in order to stop uh, gore, something like that. Like it 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 there's there's a bunch of different uh, threads to, to to pick out, right? Uh, but I definitely love that we're covering the 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 Egyptian culture, Egyptian mythology the way it should be, and like the 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 showrunners of the show. Uh, are are making sure that that is taken care of um, uh, pretty well, and 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 I mean the, the reviews have spoken for themselves. Like I've, the internet has been praising this show from the very beginning, uh, and I'm really excited to see where they go next. So far, where does this rank in your uh, Marvel TV show list? Top one. Like, <laughs> it's 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 the best. Like it's the best one. It's the yeah. it's the it's the best one. I, anyone who's I mean, hey, I respect everyone's opinions on this. It's fine. I just 
I'm this is exciting. It has all of it. It has the action, it has the phenomenal acting, the cinematography, the score. Mm. This is an all around win. I just don't know of a Marvel show that is firing on all cylinders like Moon Knight. I definitely agree with you, Travis. Like this is I'm gonna say this is my number one now too. Everything is great. Especially the music. The music is Ooh. fire. I, I like the mix of um, Middle Eastern music in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the biggest thing I, I feel like it's what makes this stand out the most, and I said it before on the pod, is that um, this is a this is an introduction um, show. The rest of the so far, the rest of the um, shows we've gotten have been just continuations of characters that were established and introduced through the movies. And now they got their own side story. And I'll say Moon Knight is going to be the first. Moon Knight is the first where he is introduced through the show. And we might see him in upcoming films. But this is his first introduction. And for our character being introduced, mind you, for a character being introduced on top of that being obscured, on top of that being not as well known. And already, like I told you guys before, I, I, I still don't get this man's power system. All of that combined somehow made this work. So definitely my favorite um, MCU show so far. I, 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 would, I would agree. I think this is a top two. So like my favorite right at the moment was Loki. After this episode, I think this might, because like th- every, this show has everything going for it. I love, I love the connections to the supernatural, uh, to mythology, to the greater MCU, because they're definitely going to have to tie this in somehow in the last two episodes. Um, the hype has been in- incredible. I feel like every episode has just gotten better and better and better at like keeping people interested and wanting more. Uh, and it doesn't get stale. It doesn't get stale because it's a brand new character that you're like, oh, for, for, for even even with Loki, you're like, oh, this is a brand new Loki and this is a totally side for a uh, different side of him. But like it's connected to a whole trauma events that have happened before. Do we trust him? Do we not? In this case, this is a brand new character and we can't even trust him from the jump because we don't know which side, which alter is truly in control a and B telling the truth. So. All of we're, we're learning at the same time as the characters is what I'm trying to say, and 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 that is something that we haven't seen from a Marvel show, uh, and I'm excited to see uh, moving forward. Uh, last thing I was gonna say yeah. is that I I can't wait to see their take on Jake Lockley mm-hmm. because so far we haven't gotten like a, no really nothing about him, just little small stuff. But even like like I said earlier, they changed Stephen Grant. Stephen Grant is not like who he is in the mm-hmm. comics. So I'm thinking that maybe they're gonna make take a another liberty with the um, with the persona personality mm-hmm. of Jake. So I just want to see what they're gonna do with him. And it just seems like already out the game. I mean, Grant, he was already violent in the comics, but they're really going with the violent part of it already. But to the point where you when they saw his sarcophagus, neither one of them opened it. <laughs> I was just sitting here like, oh, they're gonna open up Jake. And then there's like, nah, we're just going to keep it pushing. Wouldn't it be wild if he's like a serial on a library? Like, like right. crazy. Could you be, could you, could you imagine that living with like Ted Bundy inside you? Good Lord. I, I, I won't be surprised if they go down that route with him. That's that, dude. Cause they said that was going to go like, this wasn't going to shy away from violence. And I'm like, so far it's, it's, it's gotten there. We like, we, I think the, the craziest thing we've seen was the heck, huh? like the, the, the bone protruding out of his, like, that's the, grossest thing i think we've seen in 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 the show but that doesn't like that's a zombie essentially like for aesthetic purposes 
it looks like it it looks like a zombie so it like people like kind of like throw it aside right just the horror element there but if you if you think about it that's like that's a dismembered corpse we haven't seen that in the marvel universe so true no i was just gonna mention that um looking back at all the mcu films and watching the show i haven't seen this much blood in a um mcu movie like that looking back at it i was like huh like not saying there wasn't blood at all but like there's more blood in this than I expected it to be. And, and I was like, oh, well, granted, it's still like nothing crazy how it is in the comic Not Deadpool, books, like, not Deadpool. Exactly, nothing like Deadpool. But looking back at the MCU, I'm just like, huh, kind of, if you think about it, they really don't really show a lot of blood in the rest of the, um, in the other movies, though, either. So it's actually a step forward. Like, so they, they kept their promise, but they didn't go, you know, they didn't go all the way down the deep end with it, though. Yeah, I feel I feel like they're going to really do violence moving forward. I think these next two are probably going to be very violent. Uh, but because I feel like so far, they just, they have kind of sh- strayed away from it. Again, Layla has had more violent scenes than Moon Knight. You know, I feel like we've only seen really a handful of violent scenes. I mean, they're great, but it's not been anything super intense. Agreed, agreed. I, I definitely feel like the le- the next two episodes are going to be crazy, and I can't wait uh, to see what they got in store for us, man. These This has to end with a bang, and I definitely know that Marvel is going to provide. Uh, but we, like, I mean, b- do you guys have anything else on the show? All oh, right. Just yeah, go, oh, go, go. Just, just to clarify, still craziest fight scene of all Marvel shows. I'm standing by that, Layla, but... <laughs> But outside of that, you know, violence has been, it's been cool. It's been great. Fair. It's been... <laughs> fair, fair. We like that. Uh, uh, but speaking about that, uh, just being intense and very good, good, good uh, recent shows to come out. Spy Family has another episode. What did you guys yeah. think about that? Sensational. <laughs> I'm going to geek about this forever. As long as they keep it right. I freaking love this. And the, one of the reasons why I love this is because we got to meet the wife. Um, your fantastic, the assassin lady and the way they portrayed her. Fantastic. Even thing, one thing I did not know that maybe it may have skipped my mind, but seeing her in color, cause you know, the manga is in black and white. And I didn't know that on um, yours, eyes was going to be red. And I was like, Oh, and then it just adds to her. Like, cause at first it's a nice story when you meet her, when she's, you know, all, being herself but then when she turns into her assassin mode you know it's like oh my god like she's a demon incarnate <laughs> but no they, the way they animate that scene where um yor is talking on the phone with her brother and um yuri and we're gonna meet him in the future as well and one of the main reasons um she's like this because she she loves her brother and her brother loves her and um she um was talking on the phone about um, this party thing and stuff like that. And she said she's going to meet a guy and all that stuff there. She's like, she's going to be going with them. And Yuri, she's like, oh, well, I can't wait to meet this guy. I have a friend over there who's going to be at the party and he's going to see him. I want to see him for myself or he's going to tell me about him. And, um, you know, you're being all shy. Like, oh, no, 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 don't, don't do that. It's okay. And then she hears the phone. And then she calls back like, no, Yuri, like whatever you heard, that was all a lie. And then, of course, how she calls him the um, the shopkeeper. That's the name of her um, clientele. He said, oh, yeah, is this a bad time? You're talking to your brother or something? And he said, oh, no, my bad. Like, oh, I got you to do a cleanup job for me. And her face, when she heard that, her face went, like, like real serious, like, scary. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. 
here we go. And I just love it. First of all, I just want to let this be known. Everybody in the anime community has like a waifu. Someone that they waifu or husbando that they relate to <laughs> in some way. They're like, oh, yeah. Um, uh, and for me, for the longest time, I actually never had one. Or someone, I never really participated in that. I never actually had a waifu of any kind or husbando until I read this manga. And I was just like, you know what? Your is like my the waifu. waifu. Yeah. He's like, yeah, she's great. She's fantastic. I love Whoa. her every time she's on screen. And um, and funny enough, my wife goes the way about um, Twilight. The, the, that's her husband, though. He's, uh, he's great. He's freaking fantastic. But yeah, this episode was fantastic. I like how they set it up. Colorful. Um, I'm just waiting to see more. And one thing I do like about what Wit does, what Wit Studio does, is that... um. I like how they use the end credits as like they put the end credits, but while still still showing the episode, like mm-hmm. you think it's done, but it's not. And they still continue it. And the way they ended it off beautifully with, um, you know, Twilight, you know, proposing to your and um, while he's having the whole fight scene with <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. I, I'm so happy. I got to see that animated um, overall. I can't wait. And the next episode is going to be great. Everything about this is just Goddamn fantastic. <laughs> How about you, Travis? Did you like the episode? Mizu said it perfectly. I loved it. Especially the ending when you saw Twilight proposing with the grenade pin. It was phenomenal. I loved the family dynamic between all of them. Uh, I am really excited about this. I, it's, it's one of those times where, a rare time, where... A manga is hyped up. There's so much hype about a manga being adapt- adapted. It gets adapted, and it just is a, a slam dunk. So I'm, I can't wait to see more episodes. I, 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 I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm definitely going to see this one uh, later tonight, and then we'll, we'll, we'll cover the third one together um, once next week comes around. Uh, but speaking of bangers and shocking news this week... Uh, the entire streaming community uh, has been has been struck with some uh, big changes, you know. So for the first time in a decade, Netflix is losing subscribers, and that's a big piece of news because, uh, as we know, streaming is king. We've been talking about three shows on three on on two different platforms, uh, and 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 Netflix has been kind of like the first big player in the space. They have. Uh, the the biggest track record, uh, in my opinion, the best UI, like the best experience enjoying a, a a streaming site. Netflix still has that, but the competition is getting better, and in some cases, they've even surpassed them, in my opinion. And I think this will lead to our stack em up, which is which is what we should talk about today. Is like, what's your favorite streaming platform? Right, that makes a lot of sense to to talk about today. But the the main the main the bottom line is that they had their investors meeting for a Q one, right. Uh, and the uh, and and the uh, the brass at Netflix has revealed that for the first time in a decade, Netflix lost two hundred thousand subscribers, and they're expecting to lose around two million by I think it's twenty twenty four or twenty twenty three. So like they're expecting to lose a lot of subscribers because there's it's just the market is saturated, and obviously there's some other reasons. I wanted to get your opinions first before we dive into the why and the how. Uh, they can they can turn this ship around. Um, what did you guys think when you felt when you uh, read this? Not really surprised. Um, 
not surprised, especially with what HBO Max is providing, what Hulu's coming, the the Hulu deal, the mm-hmm. the the kind of shows that are coming out on Disney Plus uh, that we've been talking about for a while now, and even Apple TV. There, there's real quality out there, and so when I'm hearing Netflix, which really I think is kind of lacking in that department, unfortunately now. Uh, is losing subscribers as well as, yeah, just losing subscribers, it's not a shocking thing to me at all. Totally fair. How about you, Mizum? Oh, I'm in agreement with Travis. I was not shocked at all. And I definitely agree with um, the fact that, yeah, other streaming services have been doing it pretty um, pretty good. I'll say another person who's been up there, not as close, but like has been in the running with streaming with back and forth, when Netflix has been HBO Max. And HBO Max has some bangers, and they still do have some bangers. And, yeah, like you said, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, they're all coming out with more and more stuff. And, yeah, Netflix has just been lackluster in some stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. There was some good stuff. We had Squid Game. We had um, some little bit of – some little good anime and stuff like that that came out as well and other shows. But at the same time, like I said, other streaming – services are hitting it on the nail i'm um, hitting up hitting the nail on the head and for another one i was surprised by like i i've been completely sleeping on apple tv and i was mm-hmm. like oh not that this seems like always apple tv seriously and when i finally got it and saw what was on there i was like oh wow and also we didn't mention um a- amazon prime prime video mm-hmm. yeah so yeah uh the competition is is fierce I agree. So yeah, it's not surprising to me. Yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy because we like when you think of streaming, the first thing that comes to your mind is usually Netflix. But now the competition has gotten to the point where like the original the original programming on these platforms is really good. Apple TV has Severance, which apparently people are saying like it's one of the best shows ever made. I haven't seen it, but I will see it as soon as I can. We also have HBO Max, right? HBO Max has like ran basically the past couple of months with Euphoria. And they even got the Fresh Prince. They got like the DC shows, the DC movies, Harry Potter, uh, Westworld. Like they have a lot of good uh, content uh, as well as like uh, then you have the giants, Disney owning Hulu and Disney Plus, which are basically taking taking huge chunks of the market uh, and as other pl- other platforms rise up, for example, Paramount Plus, uh, Peacock, they're trying to like I've, everybody's trying to grab their piece of the pie, right? Uh, and I think, but I think the biggest thing for Netflix, the issue is the binge model, the thing that made it super important in the beginning, which was let's like binge the entire show, I'll binge the entire ten seasons. It it kind of detracts from the experience. That's why these like week rele- weekly releases or like releasing two episodes at once and then one the other week or like something like that. It keeps the viewers talking about it. It keeps the hype up. It keeps people saying, "Oh damn, my 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 wife is watching this or my kid is watching this. My 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 uh, my cousin is like obsessed with this show that comes out weekly." Like that's what kept people entertained for decades. If you think about it, like for for decades, people that watch soap operas. Uh, and watched the the Sopranos, watched uh, Cheers, watched like it was like it was like weekly or 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 biweekly releases, right? Those are the the shows that kept people watching. Like, oh my god, did you see the last episode of like X, Y, and C? Like, you need that 
sense of uh, delayed gratification to truly hook your audience in. That's what I think. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I think that's hurt it. That's hurt it a lot because, and, and also the password sharing that bro. So the, 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 the issue, another issue with Netflix is the fact that they keep raising their prices without any extra incentive or, 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 or content, uh, uh, promises or, or, or content, uh, plans, right? They, they have shows, but they cancel them after two seasons. Uh, they, they canceled Sensate. They canceled, uh, I, what was the other one? Uh, they, they canceled. The, yes. Get down. They canceled. Oh, they, yeah. they cancel. They cancel. They cancel shows really quickly. If they're not like, like stranger things and right. And stranger things is not going to live on forever. It's got two, two mm -hmm. seasons for episode four and one for season five. According to the, to the, to, to the creators of the show. So that's not going to carry you. Squid Game is, is we're going to need a couple years be between like the next uh, installment of Squid Game, right? So you don't have The Office. The Office was like the biggest thing on on Netflix for for years. Like even even through the, the all the new uh, content, like uh, Netflix was dominating for 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 years, and it's it's slowly dwindled, right? So that leads me to the question for our stack em up: What is your favorite streaming platform? So, Mizu, talk to us while I oh. do the names. Oh, so I was going to say, I definitely agree with that. I was talking to my wife about it the other day that if you look at the other streaming platforms compared to Netflix, think about it pricing-wise. Like, bare, bare bones Netflix is $15 a month. Yeah. Compared to, and mind you, that's basic Netflix, no extra amenities, nothing like that. Compared to Disney Plus, which what is like seven dollars, six dollars mm -hmm. with ads. Compared to um, HBO Max, which is um, with um, bare bones, HBO Max is ten dollars. And um, like you got, like I said, other streaming platforms, there are they make sense. And another thing with that, like you said, is that the um, the streaming. Um, Netflix keeps changing their prices, going up and down and stuff like that. And now they're finally getting on to the fact that, yeah, people have been password sharing, which is not a bad thing. I mean, everybody does it. Everybody does it. Not everybody feels the need to go out the way and get um, their own, their own Netflix accounts. And now, of course, they're seeing this as a problem. But at the same time, like, okay, my biggest thing is that I'm, I'm this is just me being optimistic, but, you know, Capitalism's capitalism. I hope they go in this with a, a sense of compromise. Like, if you want more people to be subscribed and actually have their own Netflix accounts, you're gonna have to make them. You're gonna have to make it cheaper. You're gonna have to bring down the price. If you want everybody to, to get involved in it, you gotta lower the price. But if you go out here forcing everybody to get their own, on top of that, still keeping the price the same, if not higher, oh yeah, you're going. You're going to hell <laughs> straight down. Oh God, no. Like what is like what logic does that? What logical sense does that make? And I definitely agree with you on the whole binging thing. Now the binging thing has been backfiring. No, sometimes it is convenient, especially if you're behind the show that um, came out a long time ago. But now it's backfiring because, like you said, now you, you, it's not a conversational piece, and it only becomes a conversational piece for a little bit until everybody moves on to the next thing. And another big thing that I, I watched a video on by um, Wisecrack, they're a great YouTube mm -hmm. channel, and they brought up how um, Netflix's um, algorithm is also very, like, sketchy. Not in a bad way, but, like, it's very artificial. 
it doesn't really go off of what you truly are, what you're into and your tastes. And because everybody thinks, because like, think about it, when you're watching a Netflix show or movie and you're looking at the light and don't they all kind of feel the same? Yeah. Like there's an undertone of like, okay, you can tell this is a Netflix show. This is a Netflix movie. And not saying that necessarily is a bad thing, but it's like, you can tell. And one person brought up how they have a whole algorithm by where you, after you watch a movie or a show, they tell you, Oh, you recommend this for you or, and stuff like that. And that that's how, not only do they base off of what you want to watch, they also base what they are going to produce in the future. Like, okay, a lot of people like this fantasy thing. Okay, let's start a production on this fantasy show or some random thing and get that cranking. And let's see if people like that. And and like you said earlier, Jose, like if they don't like it, they just cancel it. And then there's nothing else left of it. And it's like, I don't know, it's not really, at least for me, I'm not in the business practice, but to me, it just just doesn't work, especially when it comes to art. Yeah? Don't get me wrong, you got to make money. I know that, but at the same time, not trying to sound like a, some art head, but like art is art. If you let the art breathe, people are going to come to it. It's even better when everybody um, is on board for like, oh yeah, I genuinely like this instead of um, you just putting money behind it and think everybody's going to like it. But that's just I my agree. piece. I, hey, I agree. I agree. I agree. I, first time ever, I disagree with you guys. Damn. Really? I disagree. I'm shocked too. I'm disagree. Um, I feel like if anything, Netflix needs to go back to its binging model. I think they kind of deviated f- away from it with doing uh, a season, but they would break it up into two parts mm-hmm. and they would like release part one, part two. They kind of did that with Jojo's Bizarre Adventure part six. And, and I think that for them to really get back on top, they need to go full force. You said Squid Game earlier. That's a perfect example. Squid Game was not released week to week. It was a cultural phenomena. It was all that we talked about for months. I think it's a standout to show just how powerful and relevant the binging model still can be. And that um, it, it can, if it's done with the right show, it is a fatal combo to any other streaming service. Um, I don't think HBO Max, with uh, uh, Apple TV, Disney+, Plus, any of them could stand toe-to-toe with Netflix if they're giving out the full season of a show that is worth awards. Uh, that, that, that actually is a, is a good take. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. But hey, we're gonna have to def- you're going to have to defend yourself now. Sure. Because we are, we are doing the stack em up to finish this bad boy up. Uh, and it is. What is your favorite streaming service? Now, going over last week, uh, you guys absolutely killed it for the votes. Uh, and we have a very surprising turn of events. Uh, because Mizu won the most uh, underrated film. Uh, and I won the most overrated one. And so, the stack em up tally stands at a crisp 444. Holy like Wendy's. Wow. And so this is the deciding week for the season one of Sack 'em Up. So ladies and gentlemen, the, the 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 war of attrition has begun and the streaming services will pull the wrath of your voting. Uh the the voting the voting order has been decided. Uh, I went through the wheel of names while while you guys were talking about the streaming services. We got Travis first. No. I, I will go second, and then Mizu will go last. 
But it's okay, Damn. though. It's okay. There's a lot of streaming services to go through. There's a lot of streaming services to go through. So, Travis, which is your favorite streaming service and why? HBO Max. It's not even close. Ooh. Okay. HBO Max. Now, look. HBO Max is a titan when it comes to not just volume, but quality. We have Euphoria, which is incredible. Succession oh. is sensational. I cannot, I love that show so much. Raised by Wolves, if you haven't seen Raised by Wolves, get on that now. It is it is a. It's not only entertaining, but it's original. And the kind of way that they tackle the conversation about religion and atheism and how that can, uh, how that can shape civilization. Really interesting watch. Oh God! And uh, his Dark Materials, another jam. Uh, Snowpiercer. We have Young Justice. Young Justice came back on HBO Max. When when Cartoon Network got rid of it, my heart sank because they got rid of Teen Titans OG and uh, the OG Teen Titans. They brought it back as Teen Titans Go, and I was like, Young Justice was the answer. That's what I always thought OG Teen Titans would turn into. But then when uh, they got rid of Teen Titans and HBO Max picked them up, I was like, you're my streaming service. This is, this is what animation, American animation, Western animation mm-hmm. should be. It's this. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely HBO Max. Oh, also, uh, I'm a huge DC head. I love the DC animated films, um, and shows. I think the DC animated films are some of the best in the superhero world, and they have all of it on HBO Max. The volume is nuts. The quality's there. That's my answer. Damn. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um... I'm gonna have to go with Disney Plus. What? I'm gonna ha- I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Disney Plus. Uh, and 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 I'm not including Hulu because like Disney owns Hulu, but like I'm I'm not inclu- I'm, I'm I'm going with Disney Plus, and it's not because I'm a Disney shill. I'm talk <laughs> I'm saying because they're finally going the right way when it comes to providing content for multiple audiences, right? So right now they they installed like mature like uh, the mature rating so like you can watch all of the Marvel shows that had had a had a a slightly uh, more uh, older uh, audience. The thing is the the uh, the amount of content that Disney owns is uh, is is benefited by the streaming model. So if you think about it, their properties are all benefited by that, right? So you drop them either weekly or you drop them all at once. You drop all the movies that come out at once. Uh, You have Disney, you have Pixar, you have Star Wars, you have uh, all of the Indiana Jones. Well, I think they still have Indiana Jones because they're still owned by Lucasfilm. So yeah, they, 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 they got that. They got all the National Geographic. You get access to all of the, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, to the Disney Vault, all your favorite TV shows when you were growing up. While the while the like new show of uh, Euphoria is not really like there uh, right now, every single one of the newest shows that has come out and is coming out on Disney Plus. Think about it, all of them are bangers. They, they are they are they all related to the same like three to five universes? Yes, but just this year we have Moon Knight, we have She Hulk. We have Kenobi. We have uh, uh, what's it? What's the other one? The, at the beginning of this year, we had uh, last like at last year we had 
Loki. We had WandaVision. Like, all, all of it is just a curated, high-tier content that applies for the entire family. And then you also have that extra space to explore content for an older audience that can come in the future. Uh, I'm a big fan of Disney. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Disney Plus. The one that I personally use the most uh, is is uh, Netflix and HBO Max because of like the the anime and stuff like that. But I think the best one um, in terms of taking the opportunity to stand up against these other streaming services and do it like in a fell swoop with great content on every level, Disney Plus. How about you, Mizu? I just want to say I hate both of you so much because <laughs> both of those were my choices. Damn. <laughs> okay, HBO Max. You still yeah. got like five, okay. bro. Disney you still Plus. got like five. I know, I know. I know, but those were my go-to. Okay. Uh, okay, so I have I have two more. One that I could go, but I don't think it'll get me the win. Maybe. And then there's one that... Uh, so... But this is a tight race. Okay, so I'm gonna go with Hulu. Okay. Okay. And the reason why with Hulu is um first of all, I think one of the things that I'm not saying it's the only one that does it, but one thing that makes Hulu stand out compared to HBO Max and Netflix and even Disney Plus for now is that it's the only streaming service that I know for sure that gives you what they have called Hulu Live, where you can actually mm-hmm. watch um, live television, other networks and channels on there um, as it's uh, as it's actually on and um, currently showing compared to, you can't do that on Netflix. You can't do that on HBO Max. You can't do that on Disney Plus yet. Maybe. Disney's always doing stuff. And, um, and I always enjoyed a lot of the Hulu um, shows and movies that they produced. Um, it was actually for before before I got um, into anime um, services, it was actually one of the places that I watched anime on. It was it was actually the original place I watched Attack on Titan. I watched Attack on Titan there. I watched Assassination Classroom on there. Um, they have a, a good selection of anime on there, which is fantastic. And honestly, that's that's what I have to say. That's I'm going to go with Hulu for that's me. A gr- that's a great that's- pick. That's, That's a great solid. pick, bro. That's, That's a solid. solid pick. So again, ladies and gentlemen, this is the deciding vote for this season. Four for four. Every single member is at the cusp. It's going to be a wild one. So the best streaming services, Travis has chosen HBO Max. I have chosen Disney Plus, And our boy Mizu has chosen Hulu. You guys get to vote on my Instagram polls uh, on at I'm Tropical Joe. We had 2,300 people vote uh, at, at, at the most on this one. We thank you from the bottom of my hearts. Uh, anyway, let's, let's try to go for 2,500. And remember to, sh- remember to like the, vi- the videos on YouTube. Remember to download the episodes wherever you download uh, your podcasts. Ooh, last thing. Last yes, thing. go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah. So about Netflix, one last mm-hmm. thing about Netflix. If they want to really come back besides returning to the binging model, they need to lean into anime. They can devastate the anime market. What they pulled with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, we have never in history seen done. That is something only Netflix can do. That's bigger than what Crunchyroll or past Funimation or VRV could have provided. So they could really... And and anime is 
one of the most popular forms of entertainment to watch in 2020. And to stream. And, and to stream. So if they really lean into anime and they give us a bunch of bingeable anime seasons that we could only get on um, on Netflix and it's like Shield Hero and it's it's like uh, I do number eight. eight as a slime and all these things, they're going to crush everyone. That's true. That's true. Hey, yeah, go, 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 Mizu. I say, uh, hopefully, I think that was the, I think that was my other, I'll say, conniption with Netflix, though, is that they push out so much content that I would say that being fair, at least in my, uh, in my subjective opinion, they'll push out, let's say, 10 projects a day, like eight of them are flops, and then maybe two of them succeed. Yeah, true. And, um, I mean, I'm looking at their anime selection. They have some bangers, but they also have some flop anime that i'm like ah oh, this this wouldn't work and um so but but granted it is a model but it is a thing that a lot of people have been pointing out that there's so many netflix original movies and tv shows and all this stuff that you kind of get lost in it and don't know what to watch next or what is like, to the point where i'm not gonna lie it, it, to me it's often surprising when we all can co- collectively come together on a like a specific and a um, show or movie on Netflix, especially that's how I was I was baffled by Squid Game. Like, oh, so we all watch this? Okay, <laughs> so we all came together. We're like, this is a great show, awesome. But and then they, they, they said, um, of Travis, it was a cultural phenomenon. But can it be repeated? Can it be repeated? I'm not gonna say yes. I'm not gonna say no. But it all depends on time and what they're gonna do. But yeah, and I'm glad y'all brought that up because my my second choice is gonna be Crunchyroll. Wow. Ooh, that's a good one too. That was a, that would have been a good one. That would have been a good know. one. Uh, I don't know, man. Hey, but, but we yeah, shall man. see. We shall see. We shall see. All right. I love you guys. Uh, I, I love I love the viewers. Thank you guys so much. Another amazing episode of the Weeb Weekly. As always, we love you guys. Remember to vote. Remember to see. Remember to like the videos. Download the podcasts and enjoy yourself. Have an amazing weekend. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.